Hey, welcome or welcome back to the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is a show where we help you get better at doing hard things. Today, got another brief strategy episode for you about how to get over the uncomfortable, how to do hard things. Uh, This is from my future book, Get Out of My Comfort Zone, an expert guide to doing hard stuff. So this one is called The Dog's Eye View. So what is it? Taking a dog's eye view of a problem or challenge improves your ability to problem solve and make more objective decisions. Sometimes you're going to get stuck on a problem or challenge. Sometimes you're going to get emotionally wrapped up in it. Sometimes you just can't see your way past this bit that's holding you back. When you find yourself in this state, adopt a dog's eye view of the problem. Take a step back from the problem. And here you might actually need to get some physical space from it or at least take a mental step back. Then try and drop your perspective of the problem. Instead, look at the problem from the perspective of a dog. Pretend to be the dog and ask yourself questions like, what is going on here? What options do I have here? How might those options play out? And answer each question like you think a dog would answer it. I mean, you can get down on all fours and bark if you want, but try and really embody how a dog would think about that. But if a dog is a little bit weird for you, uh, you can look at the problem from the perspective of a child or your dentist or the guy that runs the corner store. Adopting this alternative, simple, objective perspective will give you access to different solutions to the problem that you haven't been able to see. You'll be able to make more objective decisions and to be in a better place to move forward or to change direction if you need to. So where do I apply this? Use this strategy when you're stuck in discomfort, when you're finding it difficult to move past a certain point of a challenge or problem. You know there's got to be a way through, but you just can't find it. You can utilize it before you start a project if there's a lot of emotion or fear wrapped up in getting going. Or you can also utilize it when you're partway through a problem and just become blocked. The strategy in action. Now, my son Connor loves the book Tyrannosaurus Drip by Julia Donaldson. And it may be the fact that his dad loves the book, so he does all the noises and voices really well. And that excites him. But the book is great nonetheless. So the story, in a nutshell, a duckbill dinosaur egg gets stolen from its nest and deposited accidentally in the Tyrannosaurus Rex nest. Young Tyrannosaurus Drip is born and he grows up with the T-Rexes. He thinks he's a T-Rex despite the fact that he can't eat meat and he's a rubbish hunter. And he gets to the point where he really doesn't like it with the Tyrannosauruses. So one day he decides to run away. And this, is, this next part is actually a line from the story. So he runs off to the river where he sees a lovely sight. A herd of duckbill dinosaurs all hooting with delight. You get an idea of what, how the book goes there. So Drip starts to play with them and he soon figures out that he's actually a duckbill dinosaur, not a Tyrannosaurus rex. His perspective has been flipped. But... The T-Rexes then come across the duckbills and things are, are they're looking pretty bad. The duckbills are terrified and it really looks like it's going to be a bloodbath. So it's, it's quite a gripping children's story. And I don't want to give away too much of the plot for those of you who are going to read it. And you definitely should. 
But because Drip views the T-Rexes from a different perspective than the other duckbills, he views them as someone that's grown up with them rather than something that is coming to kill them and, and all their friends. So Drip stands up to them because he has that different perspective. And I'm not going to give away the ending. You'll have to read the rest to see how it all turns out. But Drip has multiple shifts in his perspective throughout the story. And each time he shifts perspective, he's able to solve a problem he's having by viewing things differently, by viewing things more simply. So why does it work? So there's a, an interesting concept, and I think it comes from behavioral economics. It's called reference dependence. And I'm actually going to quote a psychologist called Jeremy Nicholson on this because I think he, he sums up the concept pretty succinctly. Individuals do not make decisions from a completely rational and universal perspective. Instead, they may make choices based on considering various changes from the vantage point of their current situation or perspective. So our way of making choices depends on, on what perspective we're coming at the decision from. And this is really problematic if our ego is so wrapped up in the potential outcomes that it clouds our judgment. We make less objective decisions based on our emotional state and how we're framing the problem. So when making a decision, it helps to start with a perspective that most accurately evaluates your current situation. Usually that takes into account the things that are tangible and real in the present moment. And Susan David describes in her book emotionally agi Emotional Agility that using the perspective of a dog or a child or an outside observer allows you to choose behaviors based on the values that you want to portray rather than indulging in what your thoughts, your emotions and your stories are insisting that you do. So flipping your perspective leads to a clearer, less emotional view of the problem. It creates the opportunity to see different solutions and the ability to be more objective when making a decision as there's less emotion attached. So I'd really encourage you to think about a problem that you're having from the perspective of a dog or a child or an outside observer and just see what comes from that for you. See what alternate options you might have that you haven't been aware of. As I mentioned, this is a draft strategy from the Get Out of Your Comfort Zone book that I'm writing at the moment, playing with the, the tagline, but Something along the lines of an expert guide to doing hard stuff or an expert guide to taking the hard option. If you want to register your interest for the book, hopefully it'll be out end of the year-ish, maybe early next year, you can head over to getoutofmycomfortzone.com. That's getoutofmycomfortzone.com. I'll flick you through a couple of strategies in writing. I intermittently send out a few more to people. I'll keep you up to date with how the book is progressing how things are going, and I'll hook you up with some sweet deals when it's ready to roll and ready to come out. So that's getoutofmycomfortzone.com. Thank you all so much for getting uncomfortable with me today. 